Oh my god, we're back. Hello guys, welcome to Sort of My Podcast. My name is Vincent Herman. Uh, sitting right next to me is... This is Alpha Spectre, James Odell. And on the interwebs is... This is Mr. Bob Collins, also known as Boba Fett. Uh, and actually, to be clear, uh, I'm actually broadcasting straight from Bell Reef Prison. Um, <laughs> they, they finally gave me my one phone call. Um, Bob, Bob is covering for himself to make up for the fact that we don't have a microphone and he's not in town. So yeah, so yeah, I've got to kind of broadcast it from uh, from a long ways away. You know, we, I can't really give the location of this prison because you know. We don't want uh, we don't want like anybody trying to break anybody out. Right, just as clowns and shit, you know. All right, uh, well, guys, we've uh, got a lot of stuff, and we're doing it raw these days. So uh, there's going to be no editing here, and we're going to try and do our best to not sound like complete idiots and fuck ups while we do this. Uh, but let's go ahead and do what brought us all to the table, and let's talk about comic books. Uh, one of the new things you can expect from our podcast is no long-winded reviews of like five or six books that takes about an hour. Uh, instead, we're going to be doing a what we're reading segment. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start us off here. First, I want to talk about Star Wars. Um, the Star Wars books as of late, uh, they were my favorite books, but they've kind of been waning a little bit. Like eh, It's interesting, but it's nothing like over the top. It's definitely not not what I was reading in the beginning, but every now and again, they dip into Obi-Wan Kenobi's journal. And uh, lately he's been telling the story of a Jedi that he heard all these rumors about and stuff. turns out this Jedi that he's talking about is Yoda. And what he's talking about is one of Yoda's missions during his Jedi night days before he was on the council and a master and everything. And uh, during the story, we actually get to find out how Yoda learned a very specific force skill that he's passed down through hundreds of years of Jedi uh, since this event. Um, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're going to have to check out the book. Uh, I've been enjoying this story more than pretty much anything else I've been reading in Star Wars as of late. Darth Maul number one came out and it was kind of, it's a setup book. I have faith, but much like with the Joker, uh, I'm kind of getting burnt out on Darth Maul. They can't seem to kill him. Uh, he, he, shows, he, he dies in episode one. He comes back in Clone Wars. They kill him in Clone Wars. He comes back in Rebels. And now we've got a comic book. Um, you just, he's, Darth Maul is kind of the Star Wars equivalent to herpes. No matter what you do, right. you never get rid of him. I would not be surprised if he shows up in episode eight. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, Star Wars... Uh, if you're not a big fan of the book, or you're just really not that interested in the book at all, like at least give these last three issues a try, and like wherever they're going, I don't, I don't, I think it's maybe like a five issue set, so there's two more to come out. Yeah, give them a try. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is Action Comics Superman, Superman, and Rebirth in general. Um, one of the things I've been loving about Superman and uh, just this whole Rebirth story is that. Uh, unlike the old days, uh, where there was this situation, they were going to go deal with it, and then we'd get on to the next like little mini four-part event after that's over. Well, the mysteries have kind of been piling up 
in Superman. You've got this mystery Clark Kent, Geneticron, uh, who's building, disappeared, and showed up in the Amazon. You've got John, uh, Superman's son, discovering his powers. Uh, you've got these guys from another dimension coming to, to uh, kill Lex Luthor for something he hasn't even done yet. Uh, like, there's, there's so much more. Like, I mean, the, these mysteries keep piling up. And that's kind of been rebirth in general. It's like, oh, here's this little taste of something that's coming. But now we're, we're on to something else. We all know what's coming, though. Um, well, okay, we know, we know generally what's coming. Yeah, we know generally. We don't know how. We don't know what effect. Well it's going to work. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I agree with you. It, it seems like, at least in the few rebirth titles that I've been reading, like, they, they have been dropping a lot of uh like a lot of new information just little bits and pieces of it yeah but but planting seeds for later on right um and i mean and one of the reasons i'm enjoying superman and action comics so much more is that it's not all just rebirth stuff either like they've been dropping these seeds for rebirth all over the place but superman has its its own shit going on like uh this mystery clark kent honestly i don't think it's going to tie into rebirth like, I think it's going to be this whole other thing. And, I don't know, it's it's just a really good way to tell these stories. Because we missed the old days. We missed the, you know, uh, monster of the week. Uh, and then we get a three-part story. And then, like, oh, no, like, now a big event is happening. We missed that. And it, it wasn't something we were getting from New 52. Um, but it also has matured into this thing where it's those stories again and and this is in batman flash all this stuff that flash is dealing with the rogues right now really cool um but it's also got this whole blanket two-year event over top of it it's 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 meaty i like it <laughs> um and the last thing i want to talk about is uh, uh actually going to lead us into a discussion right after this segment and that is captain america Captain America, like, next to Superman, is probably one of the best uh, books I've been reading since Civil War II ended. <laughs> because, you know, it got kind of distracted. Um, but even during Civil War II, Captain America was probably one of the best tie-in books I was reading. Because it was more about what Captain America was doing. And then every now and again, he'd be sneaking around the background of what was going on in Civil War II. And then back to what Captain America's doing. Because, you know, fuck all that other shit. <laughs> uh, oh my god. And I read Civil War II, The Oath. Kind of a, a closer to Civil War II. And it's basically, like, the entire book is... Um, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Captain America getting sworn in as the new director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and sitting by Tony's bedside, basically calling, like, all this shit out. Being like, you, you fucking weak bastards. You know, you're so busy fighting amongst yourselves, you didn't realize that the people were getting hurt. The people, which is the reason we're doing all of this. You know, you got so self-absorbed. And, like, the whole book is just Captain America basically telling off the Marvel Universe. And I was like, this is the best Civil War II book to come out yet. <laughs> um, I, I actually have a quick question. Yeah. Now, that, now that Steve Rogers is now the director of S.H.I.E.L.D., is it mandatory that he wears an eye patch? God, I hope so. <laughs> that and would be great. Will it, will it be just like a mini version of his shield well, on his face? 
Seeing scenes how like the the last two directors have not, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say no. But if they do, that's the way to go about it. Just a little mini eye patch shield. Um, and for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, Captain America, and I feel like this is old enough news to not say spoiler alert, but as eh, spoiler alert, Captain America is currently an agent of Hydra, but as the book would lead you to believe, he has not always been that way. Uh, during an event called, uh, I don't remember what the event was called, but anyways, uh, during a siege on a place called Pleasant Hill, a, um, standoff. Yeah, a, a standoff. Uh, yeah, it was, it was oh, it, oh, yeah, it was. It was called standoff. Uh, Maria Hill was reforming uh, supervillains by rewriting their histories using a sentient cosmic cube um, to make them all think that they were like painters and tax accountants and, and stuff like that. Um, Captain America led the team at the time. He was old didn't have his powers, they'd been sapped out of him, and he came in contact with this Cosmic Cube, which restored his powers and rewrote his history. And now we have some of the best Captain America stuff, like, I've ever read. Um, I, not that I've read a lot, because I find it pretty boring, but, <laughs> but this is really cool. Um, he's like white bread. It's always there, you never really turn it down, but if you can get the honey wheat, you, you're probably gonna go with the honey wheat. So, uh, anyways, we're going to touch more on uh, some Captain America stuff later, but Odo, what are you reading? Uh, well, with with the upcoming Iron Fist show on Netflix, I've been recapping, brushing up on that. Read through the, the whole Marvel premiere run, which gives us his origin, uh, his training, why he came back, um, which I think we're going to see a little bit of in the show. But I, I don't know how they're going to do that. But then I started reading the Immortal Iron Fist run. And I'm a little over halfway through that. And oh my god, it is fantastic. Uh, it's Ed Brubaker, which he's one of the Marvel Marvel writing gods. He's he's not writing your grandpa's Iron Fist stories. Like, And Matt <laughs> Fraction is on it as well. Um, this is some of the best material I've ever read. It's gruesome, it's detailed, the the main premise, or the main arc that I just read is a battle of the seven cities of heaven. Holy uh, shit. Yeah, and it brings into play these, these characters called the Immortal Weapons, and they have a big arena every time all of the cities line up, because Kung Lun, where Danny did his training, appears on Earth every ten years. All of the other cities have time frames based on their immortal weapons placing in this tournament. Holy shit. Yeah. So if uh, if the Iron Fist lost, it would be every 80 years. Now, are, are these other guys like kind of named by like Iron Fist, Iron Earlobe, Iron... No. <laughs> uh, like one of the cities... Grass eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but one city had a fat cobra. Oh, that's awesome. uh, there was Bride of Nine Spiders. Yeah, well, I, 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 I was reading about, about an actual cobra that was overweight. I want it to be. Goddamn, Bobby, you, know, you should I, be writing these comics. Captain America gets an eye patch shield. Oh, damn it. There's an overweight cobra fighting Iron Fist. Badass cobras everywhere <laughs> with eye patches. 
<laughs> they, everyone basically gets an eye patch in Everybody the Bobberverse. I'm like Oprah. You get an eye patch. You get an eye patch. You all get eye patch. We've got the Brubakerverse. We've got the Berlantiverse. Now we have the Bobberverse. Which you can tell the bad guys because they don't have eye patches. <laughs> they don't have eye patches. Everybody's a bad guy. And <laughs> a scar. I hope Everybody so. has to have a scar too. A facial scar. But, uh, but in different places. But so far, the Immortal Iron Fist is right now my favorite Iron Fist run. Uh, if you haven't read it, you need to, especially with the show coming up, because it seems like there's going to be a lot of stuff in the show coming from this material. Although I do want like uh, playing on that, like um, you should familiarize uh, familiarize yourself with these characters, like um, maybe especially overall Jessica Jones. But these Netflix shows have done a great job at just like, you know what? You don't have to. Yeah. You really and don't. And I, I feel like Iron Fist is going to go that route too. They're just going to like ease us into it. And then like by the sixth or so mm-hmm. episode, we're going to be full on fucking Iron Fist. Well, because even, even in the, the trailers, it shows like, you know, I was on a jet with my parents in the mountains. So yeah. like, we're going to get and, his origin. And, and I never really how close uh, Danny Reed and Oliver Queen's whole story, origin story, right? Is. Like uh, at one point during the trailer, I was like, uh, "He spent five years in hell. He had to become something else, someone else. <laughs> he became the Iron Fist." <laughs> uh, let's see, what else am I reading? I'm reading uh, Reborn, which is uh, Snyder and. I just lost his name. Um, Let's just say it's Jeff Johns. Yeah, I Cause. God, I wish. Um, but it's it's an image book. Uh, right now, we're four issues in out of five or six, and it's basically about a place you go when you die. Uh, your your strength, your power is based on how good or bad of a person you were when you were alive, and. This one lady who was a teacher, she dies, goes over. She's the chosen one of these people to save them <laughs> from the ultimate bad guy. And, she and she's looking for her husband. Like, she found her dad. She found her dog. She just had an encounter with her old cat who hates her because <laughs> she had him neutered. And, oh, yeah, dude. That's, that's honestly probably my favorite well, part about that whole story it's a cat so i'm sure you would have found some reason to hate her either way i mean this guy has a has a undying vendetta like a like a bloodthirsty revenge you know what because he got his balls cut off i mean i don't blame you I, I like that, but I, like it probably would have been more humor except they were like remember the time you waited an extra 13 minutes to feed me <laughs> Your, like, yours is coming bitch I don't know. The time that I meowed for five minutes because you left my bowl halfway empty. Now it's on. The middle was empty. It's on whore. I needed more food. (laughs) It's on whore. But they they just had their their big fight in this last issue, and oh my god, the just the sheer brutality of what happened was amazing. Has this cat become like rocket rocket raccoonish? Like it's. It's kind of no, like he's he's like humanoid-ish. full human size. Um, his name is General Frost because his abilities are like ice based. Yeah, and but is he humanoid? Like, yeah, oh yeah, oh, completely okay. humanoid. 
humanoid. Uh, like, he's a cat, but he's a cat person. He's a think, thunder uh, cat. Think Kaji from Skyrim. If you have coin, Kaji has wares. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you have balls, he'll kill you. <laughs> Mainly if they're his. But right now... Who the fuck is running around in this <laughs> The vet. The vet who got him off. He's like, these are some good ones. And he's just carrying them around with him. I found them. He the got perfect him, pair. He got him petrified, and now he wears them as a necklace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, Reborn's another one of those image titles where, like, I swear image can do no wrong right now. Um, and this is a mini series that I feel like it's going to go the route of I Hate Fairyland and start as intended as a mini and pick up into a full full blown like. Well, it, it's hard to say with Image because I mean, yeah, you have those cases where sometimes it starts as a mini and it gets so popular, but sometimes you have the like. I mean, it's just that story. Like this yeah. writer had no intentions. Post this doesn't want to do anything more. Doesn't want to fuck up his own shit, basically, and, and they just and this is and this is Mark Millar we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. And he's kind he of does, a perfectionist, and and he does a lot of minis, dude. I mean, look yeah. at, look at um, uh, Huck. Yep. Huck is coming back as another mini. Look at damn near everything else. Look at Kickass. <laughs> look at everything. Everything's been a mini for him. Now, so Kickass like, is one of those ones where I think he should have put it to bed after the second one. Because I've read Kick-Ass 3, and it's just, uh, I don't know, I just didn't feel like I got anything new from it, while at the same time, it didn't feel like I was getting anything nostalgic from it either. It was there. It existed. It did what it needed to, I guess. I don't know. It wasn't terrible. It just, I didn't care. (laughs) But, uh... Still being aboard the image train, I finally got caught up on Invincible, which God I'm trying damn, to get you two oh, fuckers. You're such a hipster with your fucking image. <laughs> if you would start reading Invincible, you would go the same route I would. There were nights I had to make myself go to bed this guy, and stop reading. This guy has been fucking uh, ranking fucking Invincible's crank. Like, just... Fucking giving it the reach around for like, months. There is a reason like, that they have self-titled this as the greatest superhero comic book. Like, first you know they said in the world, then they okay, said in the they, universe. Apparently, <laughs> according to Marvel, at least the early issues that were coming out, uh, <laughs> they've got Spider-Man to contend with them. <laughs> I don't know. Because it said it like right there. It was like the greatest superhero ever and spider-man just fucking read it <laughs> but in in summing up 132 issues or so uh teenager finds out he has powers and starts using them for good finds out his, he got his powers from his dad he knew that but finds out his dad is a really really bad guy Dad tries to kill him. Dad doesn't kill him. Instead, leaves the planet. Oh my god. Kid Flash is a fucking ripoff of this. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, just like, just a little idea of like what I'm talking about here. Uh, Kid Flash in uh, DC uh, Rebirth. Uh, well, I mean, from the New 52 up to Rebirth. Uh, his uncle turned out to be his dad. Which he, you don't find out until after Rebirth. Spoilers! <laughs> um... But his uncle also, uh, while he thought he was his uncle, 
turned out to be Reverse Flash. And yeah, yeah. Like he thought, like his uncle was like his hero, like the like main guy in his life. Then he turns out to be the Reverse Flash, and then he—I don't remember if he dies or just goes to jail. He's in Iron Heights. He's in Iron Heights. Okay, yeah. He goes to Iron Heights, and uh, then later it comes out completely by fucking accident that uh, that he's uh, Wally West's dad, and so now it's just like double fucked. <laughs> that's exactly. That's almost exactly what's happening in Invincible, and I know uh, the early issues of Invincible predate New Fifty Two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Wally West is a fucking total ripoff. <laughs> but like, as the issues go through, like you you see the the inner turmoil that Invincible goes through. You see him dealing with his dad, but going from a good guy to trying to redeem himself to actually being a good guy. Because being on Earth changed him from the ways of the cold heart of Viltrumites to actually knowing what love is. Um, he wants to know what love is. He no. wants you to show him. There, there's a Cyclopean alien who almost dies and then gets super buff. Like a, it, He literally goes through what happens to Super Saiyans. He almost dies and then gets ridiculously stronger. So not are, only are things ripping this off, but it's ripping things off. Fuck! <laughs> and then, like, there's a war. There's Mark and his girlfriend getting pregnant and him disappearing oh for months at a time. Okay. And there's so fucking much that goes on in 130-some issues. I don't think you can properly shorten it, like so. You can't, like, but this is one of those books that I started reading it. And I'm like, yeah, uh, you know, someone let me borrow the first trade, had the first four issues in it, and in those four issues, I was hooked, and I started binging the whole fucking thing. There's this cat, giant cat called Battle Beast that just wants to kill things, whether it's a good guy or a bad guy. He just wants a good fight. Uh, fucking read it. Jesus, <laughs> just fucking, just fucking That's read actually it. Exactly what he's been telling me. That yeah, I mean, like he's been telling both of us. Uh, like okay, I've I read. Did I only read the first? You only issue? read the first issue. Okay, I did read the first issue, and uh, just judging from the covers that I had seen, like of recent issues, reading the first issue, like was a total kind of. I guess you could call it culture shock because I really wasn't expecting it to be what it is. It was smart. Uh, it was clever, definitely clever, um, and it felt like a true blue superhero story while at the same time being extremely realistic. Uh, and that's just my opinion from the first issue, so yeah. I can back him up like, on, like, this is probably and a it's, Ro- it's Robert Kirkman, so, like, if you know any of his other work, this predates any of his other work. If you're gonna get any cock, you, you might as well get the Kirkman cock. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he builds an entire well, universe. Okay. <laughs> like, he, like I, I mean, he's... I think he's doing more books than any other writer right now, isn't he? Just about. I mean, yeah. this book... I mean, not only, and not only the books, but, like, you gotta think he's he's working on The Walking Dead show, the Fear the Walking Dead show. Outcast I, now? He's got... Outcast now. I mean, hell, Outcast was started for a show. That's where he started making yeah, he just did a Negan-themed miniseries. We get a little bit of yeah. Negan's backstory. Yep. Uh, so, like, if, I mean, if you're a fan of Kirkman, you should be reading he's, this. He's the Jeff Johns of fucking well, uh, independent comics. Jeff Johns. In, 
Invincible was what got him his spot in the like in the boardroom of Image. Like okay, he's, he's, I was gonna, well. I was gonna. Uh, how many issues is Invincible in? Invincible is I think up to a hundred and thirty-two, hundred thirty-three. Okay, so it so ends watch, at the end of this year. So The Walking Dead predated it, but I mean, yeah, nobody really heard of The Walking Dead until the fucking like mm-hmm. I started reading no, it after the I, show. No, like, I actually read the I actually read the first issue of Walking Dead almost a year before the show came out. Yeah, so that means it was already on. It was already out for. No, I mean, it, it had been out for a while. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't a successful but, book, but, like, no, no, I didn't no. even start reading it until maybe three uh, three seasons into the show. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like all like, ahead of me. It was one of those <laughs> things that's, like, it wasn't, like, n- nobody was buying it. It just wasn't mainstream. Yeah. Now And now it's fucking. Dude, the newest issue was 25 cents, and I... I was fucking on the edge of my seat with that issue. All of Image's books this month are twenty. Not all. No, I actually talked to them at the comic shop about that. A lot of writers did not want to sign on to that. So, like at the last minute, a bunch came out at the normal two ninety nine price. Oh, really? There are only so many that are twenty five cents. Walking Dead being yeah. twenty five cents. That's fucking amazing because yeah. I mean that's their money book. That's that's the one everyone's buying. So oh, yeah, that's that's probably their biggest selling title they yeah have. um so yeah uh, all right uh bob what are you reading Fuck, no, barely anything um, <laughs> that's actually the whole reason I, I i'm i'm doing this all over phone obviously is because i've i work out of town a lot so that also means that i'm not able to, to pick up a lot of new books so right now i'm playing a lot of catch-up um First thing I want to mention that I'm reading is actually something pretty old. It's something I borrowed from you, Vin, and that's uh, that's the brief Flashpoint Harley Quinn series. Oh, and, really? Oh, yeah. shit! I forgot I loaned you that. Yeah, I've read a few issues of the New Fifty Two Harley. It's not really my cup of tea. I mean, it's kind of yeah. fun, but especially from from stuff that I've heard from personally, that that series gets a little gets a little stale after a while. So far, on, on what I've been reading of the three Flashpoint Harley, I'm loving. Like, I can't wait to burn through this this trade. My, my biggest problem is, is that I never have the time to because I'm constantly working. Um, the, rest of my, the rest of my reviews are going to be extremely short and sweet because my next book I want to talk about, which is Deadly Class, if I talk too much about this newest issue, it's going to spoil a big reveal. Like probably the whole, the whole reason of this issue is to build up this big reveal at the end, and if I go too deep into it, it's it, it's going to give it away. If, I mean, okay. if, if anybody is actually reading this book currently, they they pretty much have already figured this out. They figured this is going to happen, but uh, this newest issue has Maria still captive by. Uh, not really sure what all their names are, but it's it's like the Mexican mafia. It's the goons that are are mad because uh, because of the decapitation and all that. Well, this you know, episode, this, whole, <laughs> this whole issue. You yeah, decapitate mean, someone, you, someone's I mean, gonna get someone, pissed off. Every once in a while, somebody's son has to get his head fucking cut off because he's an asshole. But that's 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 a whole other discussion. This whole issue, dude, is just nonstop action packed. All of the 
glorious gore that you expect from Deadly Class 2. Um, Odo was actually the one that was like, dude, if you're going to read anything new right now, like, if you're going to read any new issue that came out this week, read Deadly Class. Like, to the point where I don't think any other friend besides one, one person did something similar. This man took a picture of every single page of that issue and sent it to me via Facebook Messenger. That way, I was able to read it just so we could fanboy about it a little bit. <laughs> so, Odo, I, I've got to tell you again, thank you for that because that I'm telling you, that issue is just mind blowing. It was too good um, not to. Oh yeah, and and that, that's that's one of those stories that I was I haven't been reading at all up until just a couple weeks ago, and it's mainly because of Odo. Like he, he got the he got the trades after he burnt through the first three volumes. He was like, "You think anything else? Like if, if you get any free time, please read these because like this story is dope." And I mean, I've been hearing that for a while, especially from the guys in the comics shop. And by this point, I've pretty much figured that like their taste, your guys' taste. If you guys tell me like I need to be reading something, I need to read it. And that's probably one of the best books that he's ever requested that I read. Recommended <laughs> that I read. Um, You'll say the same thing about Invincible. I uh, know, I know, but I'm so far behind on everything else, <laughs> including. Detective but that's that's the I'm, thing about Invincible is it's so far in that you can take your time. Yeah, but I, I have so much. I need I'm to there too. Yeah, I'm there too. I'm still well, reading we, twenty we plus like, books. Understand you understand because we've been trying to get you to start Deadly Class pretty much since I've started. I'm, I'm still not sure. I haven't started Volume Two yet, but okay. It, <laughs> I'll get to it, Odo. Don't give me that look. Like, okay, like, here's the thing. All right, I buy my comics, and then I read through those comics. And um, sometimes I finish before I buy new comics, but a lot of times it's kind of like it just cycles on. So Deadly Class, I'm basically, I'm buying my new comics. I'm trying to get through them as fast as I can so I can get on to Deadly Class. And then I'll start Deadly Class Volume Two, but I don't I think you're trying it. hard enough. I don't think he is either. Okay, there's this girl who's become obsessed with me at work, and I don't really want to talk to her a lot, and she just keeps sitting down, and it makes it hard to read. So, well, headphones. That's why. You, that's why you need to read more. I can't so do that. Can so you can be like, excuse me. I I I know that you're you're really interested in talking to me right now. But I have an exam over this comic book tomorrow morning. <laughs> and, uh, I won't pass my class. Which just I'll fail this semester. Just tell her in your comicsology class, <laughs> you, yeah. you have to go over this. I, I have I've told her that it is the only opportunity I have to read, and that is that is as mean as I, go, I think I can bring myself. Go to your car. Tell, tell her that if you don't get that read, and if you don't pass that class, then Professor Neil Adams is going to God, he would too. <laughs> but um, okay. So, were you about to talk about detective? Oh no, 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 I wasn't. Okay, <laughs> it felt like it you was were. A, it was a segue for you to talk about what you just talked about. No, yeah, I, uh, detective is one of the the few things that I am actually fairly current on. 
Granted, I'm still, <laughs> like, two issues behind. I haven't started this new arc, the whole Batwoman Begins, which I'm really interested in because I've, I've always liked Batwoman. Yeah. Um, I'm actually pretty I'm bummed because I, like, I mean, just going over, like, what I can and can't do, like, I can't start Batwoman at all, and I want to. The Batwoman book? Yeah, I, yeah. Actually, I actually have the first two volumes. I don't, I'm not even sure if there's much more after the first two. But uh, first two volumes of Batwoman from New 52. Yeah. And I'm not sure who the artist is on that, but I love that art. Like, I flipped through it. I haven't read any of it. Well, it was the same. They they basically carried over um, right before New 52 happened. Detective Comics was all uh, Batwoman stories. And that's actually, yeah. like, I mean, I've, I've been reading her since the very first run because I was reading Detective. And, um... And then after they switched the new 52, she was one of the original 52 books that they started producing, and they just kept the same team on. Uh, but instead of being Detective Comics, it was it was Batwoman. Um, and from what I from what I've heard from people that actually kept up with that with that run was it was it was a good story. Oh yeah, very really, very intriguing. Very well written. Pretty uh, original art, too. Like I said, just flipping through the books, man. Like the art was great. I'm not, I wonder if the artist is bugging me because I had it in my head earlier and I've completely drawn a blank now. Um, Odell's on his phone. Yeah, this, he could look this, it up uh, and say he's looking at pictures of his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> You're a fucking great parent. You know that? You're a stand-up man. Okay, I, 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 have to, I have to cut you off because Odell is showing me this uh, Jim Lee Instagram photo uh, that he just posted. It's issue 21 of Batman, and he is going left to right with it, and it, it transitions between a picture of Batman holding the button and the Flash holding the button. Like those old, I don't know what you call them, but like. Lenticular. Lenticular. Yeah, yeah. It's a lenticular cover. And it's, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's I don't know what fucking awesome. Dude, I'm looking like. It, if you're listening to this, go to Jim Lee's fucking page and check this shit out. It's so cool. I have to have that covered. Now, now is it Jim Lee art too? It's Jim no. Lee art. It, oh no, no, no. Uh, oh, you Jason mean the Babock. you mean the the cover art? Yeah. No, it's it's Jason Babock, but uh, still, it's fucking awesome. I mean. Yeah, that's awesome, but he had me all excited when he said Jim Lee. I'm like, fuck yes. Like, Dude, oh my Jim god. Lee. I love Jim Lee, Batman. If it was Jim Lee's art, I'd fucking cream my goddamn jeans right now. It looks really good, though. It does. Like, I mean, it's as homage to Jim Lee as it, it gets, but yeah, no, it's not Jim Lee. Um, well, anyway, so I'm sorry to cut you off, Bob. That was just very, very important. No, I mean, no, go ahead. I mean, it was twice. You want to make it a third time? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, as you were. I'm actually, I'm actually going to kind of uh, trail off for just a second because Odell just sent me a link to that, and oh my god, you're right, that is extremely you're awesome. Right? <laughs> oh In wow. Fact, I mean, they did, they did the same thing for the, uh, uh, what was it called? The, for something for New Fifty Two where they, oh, the villains, those villains covers. Yeah, like, yeah. Those are three D. I don't know. And the features and like stuff, the features and one shots, they did similar. Yeah, they had that yeah, they the did. panel on the front. Um, yeah, pretty, and, much, pretty much what it is. They're going back to like the kind of shit they did in the '90s, where it's like, do we do holographic? Let's throw in trading cards. <laughs> Let's do a God. Don't don't bring up. back trading oh, cards, please. Yeah, God no, not the trading okay. cards. I would I would be on board for that. 
For the trading cards? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a fucking mess. It was like, they were everywhere. You couldn't do anything with them. Nobody wanted them, so, like, you couldn't trade them. Like, it was just awful. Um, I'll trade them. Everybody they do it now, I'll trade it. I'm almost 30 years old, and I'm still fucking... <laughs> I'm yeah, I got a... I got a... I'm doing a podcast about comic books, damn it. Like, why wouldn't I? I got three... I got three of these holographic Spider-Man cars. Will you, will you trade me one of your, uh... One of your Doc Ock special editions for two of them? Shut up. Go away. I'm playing Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was it. Come back when you have a holographic Charizard. Right. <laughs> um... So, Bob, did you have anything else you wanted to go into? Um, just, just, I mean, I'm going to make it short and sweet since, you know, I mean, I, I, I pretty much used up all my time by, you know, not talking. Um, <laughs> this, this rebirth run of Detective Comics, I'm loving from, I would say issue one, but it's issue 900 and whatever. That's T- uh, Tomasi is writing that, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I, uh, obviously, off the top of my head, I'm not sure. King, I'm pretty Whoever sure King is, is writing Batman. Batman. Tomasi is writing... Yeah, because Tomasi's going to be working on the first issue of Batwoman, and then he's dropping yeah. off the book, which sucks, but uh, still. Yes, I mean, all every arc they've had so far, which is the, uh, is it like Rise of the Batman, mm-hmm. there was the Monster Men tie-in. Victim Syndicate? It's just Victim Syndicate. That's what I just finished, and oh, so that's a good story arc. I love that one. I, I actually started the first issue of that the other night. Yeah? What so, do you think? Um, uh, it started out really good. I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> and and that's they, where they want you. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting through that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's just, the only other things I've really been reading... Um, I'll just name drop real quick. Uh, Moonshine's really good. I'm about an issue behind on that. Everything I'm going to mention, I'm at least an issue behind on. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Batman. Actually, I think I've caught up on Batman. He said the latest issue was the second part of the Rooftops. I'm pretty sure. um, The first issue of I Am Bane might have come out like this week, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I know I that haven't roof, picked it up yet. So. That rooftop storyline, though, I, I think I talked about it on the last podcast, but yeah. the, the discussion where they talk about their first interaction with Catwoman and Batman was that alone. The rest the rest of this rebirth run of Batman could have been shit prior, <laughs> which it wasn't, but it could have been. Just just those couple pages we're talking about it would have redeemed it all. Yeah, it um, it's another one of those little just rebirth the uh, little snacks that they give us. That's exactly, leading into it's the whole that thing. kind of stuff that is making me making me love comics again. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I feel like this year alone, I've I've fallen back in love with the classic superhero stories and stuff. Um, and Marvel made it hard. <laughs> Yeah, Marvel made it hard. Um, Marvel has a few titles that are really good right now. Yeah, the rest are just so lackluster. Well, speaking of those good Marvel titles, uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump back nice to segue. we're gonna yeah, thank you. Uh, we're gonna jump back to Captain America here for a minute because uh, out of the whole Hydra story that's going on with Cap right now, uh, there is an event coming up in a few months. Um, 
I can't remember if it starts in May or April, but it's called Secret Empire. And um, basically, it's the culmination of Cap's covert half of his mission. Because uh, he's on his own mission to overthrow the Red Skull, take over Hydra, and make this world the way he sees it should be. Which, I mean, technically could be a great thing because you see throughout the Captain America book, he still has compassion. He still has some humanity. Um, there's a moment where he almost kills a character and he's hesitating so much with it. And then he finds out the news that this character is going to die anyways, so he just backs out of it. He doesn't have to do it, so he isn't going to do it. Uh, ultimately, his allegiance is to Hydra and the betterment of the world. So, of course, he would if he had to, but he doesn't. So, anyways, I mean, we've still got our classic Captain America, but if he was working with Hydra. So, he's a little more brutal. Um, I, I'm not, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not sure if I like it. I love it. I'm telling you, I'm like, reading it, and it, it's it's a little fucked up, but it's it's interesting. And that's what I love about it, is because Captain America has always been Marvel's Superman. He's always been... Exactly. That, 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 that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, that's why it seems interesting to me. Like, that's yeah. like, I don't know if I like it, because, yeah, I mean, you can always usually rely on Cap as being the fucking, you know... Boy Scout. Like you said, like, the Superman. He's, yeah. he's always the Boy Scout, you know? But, um, so, having this twist to it, like, yeah. makes you makes it pretty like there's layers he's like an onion layers <laughs> he's become the shrek of marvel he's, either, he's, he's no longer the no. superman of marvel <laughs> Shit. Uh, well, yeah, that, that sounds dope i mean it actually makes me want to read captain america at least well this is uh this secret uh empire war, uh event is him switching gears it's, it's no longer covert we're we're going full force with this thing um now here's the thing about this event um, and this is the only thing that bothers me because I am really excited for this event. I, I want this culmination because uh, it's what kept me reading Captain America, a book I was going to drop right after Civil War II, a book I only picked up because of Civil War II, which was a huge letdown. Um, so, like, what's happening here is that part of Cap's plan is to enact a series of events to distract people while he goes full force. So while not necessarily being in the shadows anymore, he's still going to be a little under the radar until it's too late. And the way they're doing this is that they're launching not one, not two, but three separate simultaneous events during this event. Which that means, doesn't sound confusing at all. Which means, uh, which I'm assuming these events are orchest orchestrated and set into place by Captain America. But that means not only is there going to be one, two, three, but four fucking four to five ninety nine books coming out each month. Not to mention tie-ins. Think about that. And I'm going digital. My my wallet just screamed from the other room. Holy shit! And what's 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 this uh, event called? Is it Secret Cash Grab? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
no, uh, yeah. Oh my god, I just I didn't even think about it on that. This is basically Marvel is playing Captain America's gaming. <laughs> it's like they're coming up with these three events to distract us while we really want this one event. Um, shit. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it makes me think that I'm in, like, kind of an abusive relationship with Marvel. Like, there's so much bad. There's so much that I just don't want to put up with. But they give me uh, Amazing Spider-Man and the clone conspiracy and now Captain Marvel's Hydra. And you kind of want to see where all this goes, so you stick around and then it just keeps hitting you. <laughs> just keeps hitting you hard and all your friends tell you you should switch it oh maybe you should go to image maybe you should just stick with dc but you know there's time there you've you've put in the effort you watch the 90s shows so, so so you stick around hoping it'll get better and it's well, just and sometimes, harder it sometimes and, there's good days i i do have good, it's it's an abusive relationship i do have some good news uh I, I have heard rumors, and they're just that rumors, yeah. that Marvel is following suit of DC and kind of taking things back before they fucked everything up. Like, but they're, they they're, keep they're, they're doing like, not not with timelines, with the before way that they're going to present the heroes. Time. Huh? Before they fucked everything up, which time? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which event? We're, which rewriting event? No, we're not. We're not rewriting anything. The the talk no, I know. is. I'm just saying they fucked up a lot. And yeah. They keep rewriting. Uh, Brew Baker is supposedly coming back uh, to start doing some writing. Okay, I like uh, that. We're we're gonna start getting some of our our classic superhero aspects back from these books that have lost focus of what we what we used to love. Monsters Unleashed. What the fuck is that? Come on. Like, I, that's your I'm big not, answer no, to Civil War 2? Fuck. I don't... I'm not reading that. I don't read anything yeah, into no, that. I, I don't... I don't care at all about that. I don't think that's a thing anymore. Like, that would have been nice in the 70s. <laughs> like, <laughs> 70s weird, and 80s. We're, weird World was one of those, like... I don't... Like, I read the first few pages, and I'm like, this seems so out of place. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the big event that also has three events, which makes like in line with what you just said, it makes it seem like we better fuck shit up quick before we fix this. <laughs> we better throw it all in the air. Get as much as we can. Let's let Squirrel Girl lead the Inhumans. God damn it. <laughs> um, and they haven't released what these three events are going to be. What they're going to tie into. what like Who they're going to center around. Um, and they're still in the Captain America book at least. Playing on this vision from Civil War 2. Where Miles Morales Spider-Man um, kills Captain America. So I, I don't think they're done with that just yet. I, I honestly think at the end of this Captain America is going to die. I think Miles Morales ends up killing Captain America. And, like, so they've already given away the ending, it, but it's about it the journey. Why the black guy that kills him? Right? right? Why is it got to be the black team well, here's that the kills the white guy? Well, here's the worst thing. He steals his car right afterwards. It's... <laughs> he okay, he steals on, it. He on. takes his stuff, kills him with it. You're having, you're having the black teenager kill the old white World War fucking veteran. <laughs> 
Oh my Shadows? god. Do we ju we just went there, yeah. <laughs> um, Fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> uh, god, Marvel, come on. Um, anyways, I'm still excited for Secret Empire. Uh, I know I can't afford to get involved in the other. If, if one event is going on, I cannot get, in for, uh, get involved with any one of the other three. So this really sucks because I'm invested in this Captain America story. I'm going for Secret Empire. So no matter what the other three are... Whether they're Spider-Man centric, whether they're Punisher centric, uh, and the well, obviously won't be Punisher centric, but like I mean that's my favorite hero, so that would be one of those things. I can't go to it. I I just cannot jump over there because I'm invested in Secret Empire, so I'm gonna have to like keep up with online fucking reviews. We we ought to just share a Marvel Unlimited account. There are three of us. If we get a fourth friend, <laughs> it's two fifty a piece. Like each one of us follows one of the four events. <laughs> I'm already in on the Captain America. It's not a bad plan. We should revisit that. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, that's the that's the big news coming out of Marvel. A Secret Empire is going to be a huge event layered within events, which. Honestly, like I know it's a huge ha cash grab, but it's also not a terrible idea. It's, I mean, it plays no, no, into Captain America's it. plan. He's distracting everyone with these big things, including while the just, readers. Well, like I mean, he he's he's flicking the clip while slipping it in the ass, like I, distractions. I, I like that. <laughs> it's the shocker effect. Is <laughs> what he's <laughs> going for, and uh, so. So, like, I mean, it's smart, and I get why they're doing it, and it makes sense, at least. Like, unlike some of this other shit. But it's just too much. Um, so, anyways, moving on from that, we've got trailer news. <laughs> at, at almost an hour in, we've got trailer news. <laughs> um, so, uh, I think just an offhanded mention, the new Pirates trailer uh aired during the super bowl there was already a teaser out it looks really really cool um long john silver is the villain um jeffrey rush and orlando bloom are coming back oh. and um i was looking at the imdb page and they have paul mccartney on the cast and just watching the trailer like i almost didn't notice it but i think Paul McCartney is playing Long John Silver. I can't confirm it, though, because they have no listing for Long John Silver, and Paul McCartney is the only guy on the cast without, without, a, without a character. So I'm pretty sure Paul McCartney is Long John Silver in this movie. I'm okay with that. For that. Yeah, first, yep. off, first off, I'm all, I'm all for them bringing in just old musicians to play parts, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> Keith Richards? Come on. Wait, wait a minute. Was, Keith Richards? Yeah, was actually hammer drunk the whole time. Wait a minute, I don't know what we're talking about. You don't here. remember Keith Richards? Keith Richards played who? Uh, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow's dad. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, that was Keith Richards. Oh shit, that was Keith Richards. <laughs> and, and ironically, one of the biggest influences for Johnny Depp's portrayal of Captain Jack was Keith Richards. Holy shit! Yeah, oh, yeah, that makes the reason they brought him in. That makes mountains worth of fucking sense. And apparently he. He was so drunk, the, the, the little bit of filming they had to do of him, he was so drunk they actually had people off camera, like out of frame, holding him up because he couldn't stand still because he was so drunk he was just wobbling back and forth. <laughs> Shit. I would expect nothing 
less out of Keith Richards. Except okay. for maybe there's like, I don't know, like some 20 year old blonde right out of frame too, but she's not holding them up. Odell, I'm going to go ahead and pass this next one off to you. I'm going to come back in the middle. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I've held it as long as I can. I got a peek. Alright, so we we got our new Super Bowl spot for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And it looks really fucking good. Uh, I mean, we got our first trailer with all of our baby Groot and all that. We've got to see more of the team coming into play. We see that Yondu is joining the Guardians of the Galaxy, greeted, of course, by baby Groot and Rocket. Um, and then, like, we, we see we, we've got more Nebula coming into play. We've got the Mantis, uh, which I'm still kind of curious as to what exactly her role is going to be other than presenting know. an awkward situation. Because, um, because the the only time we really seen her prior in the tra- was the previous trailer, and just from that little snippet, it just seemed like she may have been in like one scene. You know what I mean? Like it didn't really seem like she was a big character. She was just a cameo type deal. But yeah. the way they introduced it in this one, it's like she's one of the she's one of the main players. Yeah, it, it seems like before she was just gonna be like she was gonna provide us with a couple minutes of humor but now like she's actually more she's on the team and actually doing more than just you know a couple minutes worth of drax humor uh and speaking of which drax humor at the the very end of this trailer of this tv spot where he said oh i tried and it was like a good five seconds after he got taken out. Was... I I liked that, but uh, oh, almost... are, we, are we talking about Mantis? Yeah, where the thing comes down and hits her, <laughs> and he's like, "Look out!" Yeah. Well, I tried. Like, I I almost feel like they're gonna they're gonna rely almost too heavily on the the uh, Drax well, humor. Well, it, that's actually probably one of my biggest fears. But honestly, like, I don't think they're going to. I think there's going to be just the right amount. Because James Gunn knows what the fuck he's doing with yeah. these characters, man. I mean, the last, the, the, the first movie, I mean, uh, none of us could have predicted that when it was announced that like Guardians of the Galaxy of all properties was going to be as big as it was. Well, and apparently in a uh, in the first test screening for Guardians of the Galaxy, it's it got 100% positive. Wow. Would not surprise me. Oh, I mean, it was a great or, movie. Like, no, no, the... for Guardians of the Galaxy two. Oh, for, oh. for two. Yeah, the okay. the first preliminary test screenings for it got a hundred percent. That makes me happy. You gotta wonder who was in those test screenings. Like, I don't, I don't really te- uh, like. Eh. Eh. <laughs> really, some of these test screenings have been like, well, this is like half the people that make, help make the movie, and like people that work for Marvel. Well, of course, they're gonna think it's crazy. But um, like just basic movie reviewers, like your basic general republic or general public. This guy dropped out in the tenth grade, and then ten years later got his GED. Let's let's get his opinion. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's a little mean, but still, like I mean, that could be any random fucker in there, you know? Like yeah. uh, Um. 
one of the things I was worried about to, to play on what you said was the humor in the trailers. I feel like they're giving away too many great jokes too quickly. Yeah. And if if that's not the case and there are more jokes, like plenty more humor in this movie, then is it oversaturated with this that's humor? exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, I mean, Drax, to, to hit on Drax alone, the humor from Drax was dry in the first one but but to a good effect it, like it if nothing goes character. over my head my re- reflex is too fast i catch it yeah. like i mean that was hilarious but he was so serious in this one it, it seems like he's so he's lightened he's, up too much it's the high version like it's it's like he hit <laughs> the strongest fucking kush and then just decided to go on this adventure that's the best analogy i've ever heard I mean, that, that, that's what it seems like from this trailer. Is he, like he seems like he seems like an overly excited stoner. Cause screw you, spaceship. That's the one thing that's got me. Is like screw you, spaceship. Uh, does Drax say that? No. 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 I like. I feel like maybe this time around they ruined Drax. I feel like the movie's gonna be great. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna have a good time. I'm gonna fucking laugh my ass off. I'm gonna love Baby Groot. Um. But we all we all already love Baby Groot. Yeah. Everybody loves Baby Groot. Oh, okay. you, you can't not like Baby Groot. From the moment, from the very first <laughs> moment, I saw the first trailer, and he goes, <gasps> when, when uh, Rockets describing the the fucking death button to him. Yeah. Like I'm just like, oh, I fucking love Baby Groot. I want him. <laughs> so, uh, branching it off a little bit. We know that Kurt Russell's playing Ego. Yeah. I, I actually did yeah. a little bit of looking into this. Yeah. Ego is supposed to be a living planet. Oh, no. You didn't know yeah. that? Like, like when they announced that Ego was going to be a part of the movie, they announced it as, like, Ego the living planet. Because nobody calls now, him Ego. Now, they call him Ego the living planet. So, but have you seen what's been leaked? Yeah. Like... Fucking leave it to fucking Funko every single goddamn time. Wait a minute. I don't know. Like, what the fuck did Funko do now? Well, they, they, they leaked Kurt Russell as Ego. Oh, so the look has been revealed. Yes. Oh, I have not guess seen what he that. Looks like. Guess what he looks like? Hmm. He looks like Kurt Russell. <laughs> so he's not it's a living Kurt planet. Kurt Russell, the living planet. <laughs> now, here's my speculation. I don't know really anything about Ego. I don't either. But is he yeah. going to change form at all? I don't know. Because there was also I mean, a... I know, they take, I know they've been taking some liberties, especially with Guardians. So, maybe they are. Like, maybe that's the case. Like, you mean he's he can be in human, like a humanoid form? But if he's like his true form or whatever, is a fucking planet. I don't know. Because there, uh, there was an image that I saw, apparently from the movie, that shows what is led to believe or what we are led to believe to be ego like it is a giant planet almost coming together like being formed so maybe he's the controller of this planet sized thing so i i don't i don't know exactly what's going on i i'm just excited to see the fucking movie right like i mean yeah like regardless of the drag stuff like i uh, it's I'm always going to be on the side of Disney at this point because of Star Wars. Honestly, like, after 10 years of Marvel movies, you'd think I'd be totally sold. But, like, 
We had Force Awakens come out, and it was great. And then we had Rogue One, and now that is my second favorite Star Wars movie. I've only seen it the two times in theaters, but I'm I'm still like, that is right under Jedi. Or, not Jedi, Empire. Sorry. That is right under Empire for me. Like, love it. So, yeah, like, I mean, I trust Disney in all things. Yeah. Uh, a trailer we're going to talk about I here soon has, like, it's just solidified. I trust them. Um, <laughs> so, like, no matter what they do, if they fuck up Drax, I know the rest of it's going to be great. I Like, I'm going into this with ultimate optimism. And I don't go into shit with ultimate optimism. <laughs> like, I am always looking for the worst fucking thing to go wrong. And, it, like, now if it's Disney, I don't fucking care. Like, just sit me in my fucking seat, take my money... Let's watch this bitch. Right? So, yeah. Um, the other thing uh, that came out about Guardians of the Galaxy 2 uh, that's really worth a mention is that they're going to go deeper into Gamora, Nebula, and Rocket's backstory. And that just feeds into what I just said. Like, I mean, like, that's what we want. Yeah. Maybe maybe not so much Gamora and Nebula, well, but we definitely want to know about Rocket. Well, with so, the, the upcoming Infinity War... And them dealing with Thanos, it does kind of make sense to, well, to no, I'm not saying bring that make, yeah. in. But it makes I, absolute sense. Yeah, I can't wait to see more of, you know, what happened to Rocket? Why is he the way he is? Because he has that. that breakdown in the first movie. Yeah. It's like, it, you, like, he tugs at your heartstrings and you've only just met this motherfucker. So Yeah, yeah. and now we deal with Papa Rocket and we get to find out where he came from. Well, I mean, like... We know at least he was a science experiment. That's about as much as we got from the first one. Yeah. Like, he's an experiment. Papa Rocket is a fucking dude in a white lab coat. He's all like, I wonder how many times we can take his arms off. <laughs> so, I would, actually, I would, I would actually be okay with watching that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we're, we're fucked up and jaded as hell. So, yeah, I, yeah that's, that's probably my biggest problem is that I have one of the biggest weirdest, darkest, twisted sense of humor. So, <laughs> right. I find a lot of things funny that some people don't. So, it's like, he's sitting in the movie theater during the first play, he's like, I didn't have to be taken apart over and over and over again. Ha! He was tortured. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, right, guys? We were all laughing before. <laughs> but, why aren't you guys laughing with me? <laughs> Oh shit. And then he starts to feel something and then he drinks some more. <laughs> He's... Wait, are, are we describing are we describing me right now? Yes. Oh, okay. Makes <laughs> <Yes. laughs> total sense. Uh yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on from Guardians of the Galaxy. Um we're going to Titans. Um Teen Titans, the Judas contract trailer just came out. Um it looks really cool. Like, I mean, uh, the one thing that DC, outside of the comic books, has going for them uh, is the animated universe. Uh, the the movies are uh, almost, but <laughs> almost all of their animated universe material is fantastic. Yeah, and I mean, they they started doing their cinematic uh, like animated universe, and that's really great. But I mean, even if you branch outside of that, just in the recent like ten years. Uh, I, I started getting hooked with Superman Doomsday, which I think 
came out before my oldest son was born. <laughs> that was actually, I believe that was their first animated movie. Their full, yeah. first full-length animated movie was Doomsday. Yeah, it, I mean, it, and it was great. And ever since then, they've just been on fire with the animated universe. They've always yeah, gotten that, animated that, for some that's, reason. That's honestly one thing that you can almost always depend on, kind of like how you're talking about Disney with, uh, with like, Marvel and, and Star Wars and stuff, is that when, when it comes to DC and their animated, their full like animated movies, dude, for the most part, like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, yeah, they are on point. Every oh my god! Time. Under the Red ones, Hood, even these newer ones that they kind of tie into the, the new fifty two ish universe, some of them aren't the best, but they're all they're all extremely well made. Right. Like uh, I think we were before we started recording, uh, Odell and I were talking about. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Blood, uh, Batman, Bad Blood. Bad Blood. Right. That one for me is kind of eh. It, it's all right. It's not bad. It's. I good. enjoyed it because it was a good. It was a good Dick Grayson story. Yeah. Though. Um, um, but and, ultimately, just stacked to the other ones, it was like okay. Yeah. But you know, all of their movies they've put out, whether you watch them in sequential order or not, you don't have to. Like they're mm, they're great. I don't know the Robin centric ones kind of do. You kind of do. But, like, okay, so, like, watch Son of Batman. That introduces you to Damien. And then, yeah. like, the rest of them, they're four with Damien. Yeah. You, but they're all done so well. But now with Judah's contract coming out and, and knowing, like, what actually took place in the original comic storyline of Judah's yeah, contract. Yeah, you, you would be the authority I know, here. <laughs> I know that I've been seeing a lot of of heat about Obviously, they're going to have to change things for it to all tie into this uh, animated universe and all. But I've, I've I've never actually read Judas Contract, so I don't know what all just by the trailer what all they changed besides the fact that like Damien's Robin and they added in Blue Beetle. But it seems like all the other characters were were original Titans anyway. Yeah, but, uh, well, uh, one of the clips that's out there is there's a flashback scene of it's Dick Grayson as Robin uh, yeah. with apparent it seems to be their first meeting of Starfire yeah uh, with like the original Titans uh, wa- like redheaded Wally West kid flat Wally West kid <laughs> flash <laughs> Um, uh, not not new fifty two black kid flash, but the original Wally West who kicks off uh, rebirth. Yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, and Speedy and, and, and all that. And, and also, we're not talking about the rebirth Wally West, which is black. And then I, I literally there's... just said that, Bob. <laughs> but well, thank you for the delay. So so we we get some flashbacks, which I personally am hoping to see that classic like. 80s Nightwing acrobat costume when he well, first came out. Well, just in that clip alone, like, I mean, it, like, their teamwork flows. So, like, and yeah. again, they they get it with the animated universe. And, and like, the, there was a scene, uh, Robin said, said something to speed, like, do you have something big to take out that portal with? He's like, I got just the thing, boss. And, and it was one of those like you you see his leadership of the Titans, yeah. but you also just see the camaraderie and how well they all work together. Like he in that he clip. knows Arsenal's got this shit. Like oh okay, Speedy, but yeah. I, I'm gonna call him Arsenal because he's fucking. Arsenal. It's Arsenal. Yeah, it's Arsenal. Um, because it bugs me. Because it bugs me that Speedy is 
Green Arrow sidekick and not Hawk have, Flash's sidekick. I have like, always fucking hated that name, Speedy. Yeah. Always hated the name, Speedy. Um, anyways. <laughs> but with what they're doing, like, you know, obviously Deathstroke is in play. He yeah. he was a big part of That's the Juice contract. contract. Yeah. You know, he, and he's been he's been a big part of a lot of the recent animated films too. Are we talking about Deathstroke here? Yeah. 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 So didn't they, didn't they kill him off in one of them? Um No. I can't remember which one. I thought they killed him. It was one of the ones with Damien. I want to say Son of Batman. Yeah, I think uh, it's one of the it Batman was Damien versus yeah, Deathstroke. But then again, the it's it's Deathstroke, so. But um, I think he got away yeah, before being I'm killed. Sure. But uh, well, in, in in the very beginning of the trailer, we see Jericho sitting there in the chair. Uh, so I mean, there's a lot of the classic aspects from the the comic story they bring in, but there's a lot of new stuff that were that doesn't seem like it's going to tie into that classic yeah. story. But there again, it's it's the DC animated universe and the way they've went through things. Dick Grayson's an adult, like he's been established as Nightwing for fucking ever. We're not gonna get him debuting as Nightwing. We're yeah. not gonna, you know, specifically for this film. So that stuff's gonna have to come as flashbacks. Yeah, but well, now, like, I mean, while we're we're singing the praises of the DC animated universe, I mean, like they it has its faults because they oh, do only does. yeah they do only come out with these like maybe twice a year yeah yeah twice a year and they're so like they they treat us more like we're already up on the information they don't yeah. care about the lead in really so much so there's so many gaps to fill and they, uh, again, two a year. Like, we're not going to get those gaps filled. Yeah. It's kind of like, this is for the actual comic book reader. Watch it. Move the fuck on. And, I mean, that's DCWB right there. Um, the and, I think, and I think that reason alone is is kind of why they usually lean towards doing Batman ones. Because everybody, everybody knows who Batman is. And especially yeah. with, with the, the Nolan trilogy and then now... With what we have right now, Batman is is always going to be a big name. So yeah. it's kind of they're always the go to character that they're like, yeah, we can we know for sure we can make a few bucks off of them. And me as a Batman fan, I've, I've got to say like I'm getting kind of kind of tired of, of all this Batman oversaturation bullshit. Right, I, I, like, that's that's, why, that's the that's same thing I was saying about the Justice Joker. League Dark animated movie coming out. Justice League Dark looks so dope. And then Teen Titans. This is what the second Teen Titans animated movie they've done yep. in the past. What year? Yeah, but you, you got to think this uh, Teen Titans movie, uh, like Justice League Dark, has Batman. Justice League versus uh, oh, yeah. or, don't get me wrong, I understand that. Yeah, All Justice League versus Teen Titans, Batman. Still have Batman. Teen Titans, Judas Contract. Like, I don't think we actually saw Batman. No Batman, no Batman in the Teen Titans Judas Contract as we know so far. So far, <laughs> right. it could be a secret no, they character. Have, they have now. Dick Grayson and and Damien both in the Batcave. So yeah, yeah. I guarantee. Yeah, that I mean, that does that doesn't point. necessarily mean we're gonna see Batman. Uh, uh, but I mean, we're probably gonna see Batman <laughs> either way. Like, you're gonna be like, this doesn't survive without Batman. It's wait, it, wait, it's wait, still gonna be a good movie. What, what was our company founded on? Oh, that's right, fucking Superman. By a year. By a year. Uh, two years. Wasn't it? 
Nope, almost exactly one year. Really? As far as I remember. Oh, shit. I, don't know. I thought it I was, was two years. I have burned out a few brain cells in my day, so... <laughs> right. short-term memories. This uh, uh, replica, giant-ass action comics on my wall, says fucking <laughs> 1938. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but, I mean, Dick Grayson only trails Batman by a year. And, and it still uh, took him until yeah, the, what, 80s to become Nightwing? <laughs> uh, anyways. Okay, uh, mo- that became a much longer conversation than I thought it would. <laughs> uh, moving on from that. Oh, shit. I just fucked the table up. Uh, Iron Fist. Iron oh. Fist had a, a big old trailer come out. Uh, this is our next installment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, Netflix-wise. Which, as they're showing us in this trailer, they introduce him as the final Defender, which, as we know, they've been setting up the Defender series. True, true. And now, um, Odo, I'm going to let you go ahead and talk about the trailer a little bit, and I'm going to bring up my opinion about that final Defender thing. And and I'm actually I, I'm also in agreement that Odell should take this one over because yes. out of the three of us, he's the biggest Iron Fist fan. <laughs> and honestly, like that's one of the biggest reasons I'm excited for this show is is for his excitement. Mutual excitement, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So go so, ahead, go for it. So the the first thing we see is Danny Rand walking into Rand Enterprises. Hi, I'm Danny Rand. I've been away for a long time. And it's fucking Oliver Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fucking Oliver Queen. Or Bruce Wayne. Either way. Okay, a little bit. But, and he gets carted away by security guards because, to everyone's knowledge, he's been dead for 10 years. So, so that's to be expected. And after looking and knowing, like, some of the characters that are going to be in the show, uh, one of the big reasons that he comes back in the Marvel premiere run is to exact revenge on Harold Meacham, who the origin that his father, Harold, his mother, and him were hiking and to find the mystical city of Kunlun, which is where Danny does his training to become the Iron Fist. Uh, Harold basically kills both of his parents, leaves him for dead, and goes back to take over the corporation. So I feel like... Danny's parents are dead. He's been gone all this time. It's still called Rand Enterprises because it's just a name, but Harold Meacham has been running the corporation because he was co-founder with Danny's father. So I feel like that's going to be probably our first half of the series is finding this out, finding out. I feel like Danny's going to find out that that Harold set up the jet explosion or failure, whatever happened to trap them in the mountains. And now, and not to to run the joke into the ground, not even really joking, like, I'm, I'm wondering, are they going to do some sort of, like, episode-to-episode flashback, kind of like That's Arrow That's exactly dance. what I well, was thinking. Well, because, I mean, you got to think, they've done that with most of the well, most of them so far. They've yeah. got to cover his training. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like we we are going to get that. We're going to get the arrow on the island flashbacks. But we also had our Luke Cage in prison flashbacks. We had our Jessica Jones flashbacks to when she was under the the Purple Man's control. Uh, We had... We had Daredevil flashbacks to, to when he was a kid. Him and uh, yeah, true. Uh, it seems that when, 
I never, never noticed never, it before yes, now, but it seems to be a theme. Yeah. yeah, so what we're not getting is we're not getting three or four episodes of an origin. We're getting our main story with flashbacks to yeah. the origins. Okay. So God damn it, Marvel. You know what you're doing. Yeah, so like I guarantee they're going to do that. And But throughout the trailer, we see Colleen Wing come in, which has been one of Danny's, you know... I, you can't call her a psychic because she's been been more of a, a partner yeah. in all of this. And we saw her come into play at in the last episode of Luke Cage where Claire picks off a, uh, a tab from a flyer of martial arts training run by Colleen Wing. And later yeah, in yeah. the Iron Fist trailer, she makes the comment, you need me. Like, you can't do this on your own. You need me. They always fucking need her. And, <laughs> and she is a very skilled martial artist. She's very skilled with a sword. She's fucking night nurse, dude. No, no, not not Claire. Yeah. Colleen. Oh, I, I thought we were talking about uh, Claire. No, yeah. like, she, but she's been, like, one of our few constants yeah. throughout this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, we saw her in the trailer for this. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, and she even starts talking that, you know, Basically, we're forming a team and all that. So, so obviously, we know right from the get-go that at some point, which, and it's probably going to be fairly early on in the series because all of the trailers for the shows we've gotten have given us, like, no more than three episodes worth of material. Like, right. the first three episodes. Because, like, in the season two Daredevil trailers, we thought we were getting stuff from, like, way deep in. And all this stuff happened really early on, especially yeah. with The Punisher. They know what they're doing. So, gorgeous. so I really think, like, uh, Kari Andrews, who did the uh, Iron Fist of Living Weapon series... Uh, he's the one who came up with the glowing skeletal fist. So, and we see that in the trailer when he starts activating the iron fist ability. That's what turns into his hand instead of his hand being like engulfed in flames. It becomes more of a glowing skeletal fist. Cool. So we've got a lot of elements from multiple iron fist comics coming into play to form this show, but it's still going to be that you know Netflix origin netflix storyline so i i have you know like we've said 100 percent faith in disney marvel you know and and, so, and and honestly in my opinion uh with these netflix shows if any if anything in the marvel movies and marvel cinematic universe with the exception of shit like maybe ant-man and like ms marvel is coming out um they all need origin stories because no one really like the general public and even somewhat mm. comic readers don't really know. Like I didn't really know the origin of Jessica Jones. You know what I mean? I mean, created out of all of them, Daredevil is probably the most well known. I don't. I don't know. Uh, Harkening back to Ant Man, uh, I feel like they gave us during that film two different ant-man's origins like i mean yeah they they skipped over the the first ones hank pym they skipped over uh, skipped over his pretty quickly but i mean the whole movie is basically scott lang's yeah uh, but, but origins and then um and and then with civil or no uh avengers infinity war i feel like that's where we're gonna get miss marbles 
Like, I feel like they're going to, like, slide some of her in there, then her movie's going to come out, and she's going to go full force. Well, going back to Ant-Man, I, I feel like this Ant-Man-Wasp movie that's going to be coming out, we're going to go a little more into Hank Pym, because I think we're going to figure out what happened to his wife. I, mean, <laughs> I feel like, I think it, didn't they do that during the first? We know what happened, but, but we don't know if she's Yeah, but, gone. like, I feel like she's going to be coming back. No, okay. All right, yeah, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, and, I mean, there's still gonna, more. If, if that's going to be a a plot point at all, I guarantee they're going to do a little bit of backstory again, like yeah. a little bit more, a little deeper. Because pretty much the only thing they showed was just that one scene with them both in suits. You can't even see her face. That's you know such I mean? a great fucking scene. Too. You yeah, can't but... see her face, but it was a great scene. <laughs> it was. It was a good scene. It's a great scene when you can like well, watch a woman, but you don't actually have to see what she's and, doing. <laughs> and to, to touch a little bit more on the genius of Marvel, you never see her face throughout that whole movie. You never see yeah. her face because they had they not cast her yet. Oh, they had yet. Yeah. And so Marvel, when they cast someone with with a few exceptions, uh, that is Jesus. their role in the Marvel universe. It doesn't matter to, uh, to Disney. At all, like they don't—they don't care if they haven't cast the part yet. They don't care if the character died. They're fucking moving ahead. <laughs> They're gonna get their story. They're gonna make billions of dollars every year, no matter what. They're, I love it. With these movies, they are playing the long game. Oh yeah. Uh, in the Infinity War. Um, I'm sure if Robert Downey Jr. died tomorrow, they've got a fucking contingency plan. They probably have three. Oh, sure. Yeah. But, you know, uh, the Infinity War, like, behind-the-scenes video thing that uh, that we watched. Yeah. Uh, they said that, you know, as soon as they started this in 2008 with Iron Man, they were already planning way ahead. And they're full of shit on that one. Okay. But... <laughs> I, I say, I say they're full of shit until... Up until maybe Iron Man 2. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, they went on record multiple times saying that, like, Iron Man was a fucking shot, in, shot the in the dark. Yeah. And, obviously, The Incredible Hulk wasn't a blockbuster, <laughs> so to speak. Oh, that was a great movie. I loved that movie. I, I personally love that movie. Yeah. But, like, all in all, you ask anybody that is familiar with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, dude, that's usually one of the ones that's on the bottom of their list. And I don't know why. But It's because of Abomination. Everyone will yeah. tell you it's because of Abomination. Yeah. I, I, I just like Thor The Dark World more. Yeah, so. yeah, that's, that's what I my still didn't hate movie. that movie. So. No. But, uh, but, yeah. but, you know, going back to the topic at hand, with, with Iron Fist, I... I think we're gonna we're gonna get what we've got with all of our other Netflix shows. We're gonna get that origin coming to us in bits and pieces throughout probably about the first half of the series, and we're gonna get this developing story all throughout that's gonna keep you on the edge of your seat the whole time because of Iron Fist being that more action packed type of character. Yeah. You know, you you think of you know, a kung fu type of setting. You think of like the old Bruce Lee movies and Jackie Chan stuff and all that, where it was it was action after action after action. And I think this is going to be a slow build to that. But once it starts, it's going to go deep because we don't even know who the big bad is yet. My my ultimate uh, opinion of the trailer is it looks like a 
fucking awesome kung fu movie. Yeah, like I I could definitely get into that. That that's what that's what they were saying before was with these Netflix shows. Each one kind of has their own like genre almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke Cage was supposed to be like one of those like seventies like uh, uh what's what's it called black black exploitation or some shit. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much yeah. like what Shaft was. You know what I mean? Like the real strong black black, black dynamite. Figure. Yeah, yeah, obviously exactly. Jessica Jones. Um, you had your Jessica Jones was supposed to be the more crime drama. Crime, yeah, exactly. And they were saying that uh, Iron Fist was supposed to be more of the classic kung fu type feel. So, which is going to be what so else would great. You expect from it? So, uh, like, here's my here's my thing on the whole Iron Fist situation. Actually, more on Defenders, if anything. Uh, with Daredevil, it leads it open to go into something else. Uh, hell, it leads it open to go into two somethings else's which after defenders i'm pretty sure we're gonna hear something about punisher actually i was gonna say here that uh, well no punisher's confirmed a couple set images from punisher series okay. punisher's con- that's a couple days, like maybe two three days ago i saw it oh really yeah Ooh. i mean it was nothing more than just uh shane what's his name i don't know he's he's shane from all good <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> um, uh, John Barathol. Yeah. Uh, it was just a couple pictures of him. Just oh yeah, there. one of them was jumping over a police car. Oh really? Yeah, he's oh, just yeah. he's in a well, white t-shirt and a jacket. Jumping I didn't expect car. it until after Defenders, but either way, like I mean, I knew it would be after Defenders we'd be getting our Punisher fix. Yeah. Um. So like Daredevil left off with Daredevil could go anywhere. Punisher's got his own shit. He's about to get into. Cool. Uh, Luke Cage, and I'm about to get into why why the whole Defenders thing bothers me because of Luke Cage. Luke Cage leads off with, like, where does this go? Jessica Jones, if they really wanted to, they could stop there. If it wasn't profitable, they could have killed it, like, immediately. Yeah. But honestly, um, that was one of my favorites out of all of them. Oh, yeah. No, Jessica Jones mainly, is awesome. She's going to be in Defenders. David Tennant, but <laughs> yeah. all in all, that whole show was, or that whole series, it was, it was dope. Yeah, uh, and and they're going to pick her back up in Defenders. It leads in easily to Luke Cage. So, like, I mean, she has her segue. Um, here's the thing that bothers me. Luke Cage's ending. And, uh, again, spoilers, if you haven't heard, like, I mean, I don't know, skip ahead, like, ten minutes. Like, I think if we, we have established, the, like... There are going to be spoilers, but I feel like we should announce them every time. <laughs> so... Anyways. As long as, as long as it's something that we know the ending to, we're, we're yeah. probably going to spoil it. Um, so Luke Cage ends with him in the cop car. Shouldn't shouldn't there be a Luke Cage season two before Defenders? I, and I get that, like probably the early part of Defenders is going to be them busting Luke Cage out or something like that. But yeah. it feels like there's this whole other story that needs to take place before Defenders. I. I think and maybe it will. Well, I, uh, like I think that within Defenders, in our first, I'm gonna say in our first four episodes of Defenders, we're gonna get what what happens to them to bring them together. We're gonna get a Daredevil episode. We're gonna get a Jessica Jones episode, a Luke Cage episode, well, an Iron Fist episode, bringing them together through Claire. Right now, with two seasons of Daredevil, I can see. Matt Murdock ascending to something more. 
Iron Fist, like, alone, just by <laughs> itself. I haven't even seen it. It's not out yet. I, I get that he could defend a bigger plane. But Jessica Jones... Luke Cage, they're they're very small time players. She she had a very focused story. It wasn't about defending New York. It wasn't about saving everyone. Well, it was it about was. Uh, it was more about like protecting the people she knew and destroying something that had plagued her the entire time. Yeah, that was the main focus. Mm-hmm. Luke Cage. It was about Harlem, not New York. Harlem. Just yeah. fucking Harlem, like, Just Harlem. and he barely wanted to ascend to that. Like he, he, begrudgingly still at the very end is like, oh, okay, I saved Harlem, but whatever, I don't fucking care. Like so long as the right's been done, you know. Like, he doesn't care about being a hero. Like, I feel like there's still so much growth for just those two characters that we aren't going to get to. Like, it's going to go too quickly in Defenders to get them to that point to where they're like, hey, want to join this team with all these other superpowered people and defend the entire fucking world? Like, and maybe it's not the entire fucking world, but yeah. it's, it's way bigger than they're used to. Well, and, and I feel like... You know, Luke Cage has always been kind of a, a begrudging superhero. Yeah. He's he's never really been super gung-ho about saving people, I'm saving like, the he's world. He's more of a follower, isn't he? No, no. He's, he's a good leader. Holy shit. I want to apologize if you heard that fucking motorcycle in the background. Like, <laughs> usually it's not this loud on my street. We don't have, like, a studio studio, so. But, I mean, for fuck's sake, Luke Cage. Luke led the avengers for the longest time he led the secret avengers for the longest time yeah but who really remembers that other than you a lot of people who read like a lot of 90s and 2000s marvel and where are they now still reading marvel still reading marvel, <laughs> still reading marvel. <laughs> right they haven't but, gone to dc but, but you know luke, luke cage really got like excited about superhero work when it was that, it was work. He was getting money. Heroes for hire. Yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, Danny Rand, uh, Iron Fist seemed to be, like, the leader force in their team up. Like, I mean, Danny Rand would be the one, like, let's go do this. And he'd be like, are we getting paid? And Danny'd be like, fuck yes. And they'd be like, okay then. <laughs> I mean, like, Danny was the one who was, like, kinda, yeah, there. actually. When he's with Jessica, it's like, fucking follow me and do the right thing you're not getting none of this like well because but like there were a lot of times in the luke cage shoes where he was doing the right thing to do the right thing yeah because he was done so wrong yeah wolverine-ish you know like Like, where he can he's not entirely motivated by money yeah but in the comics starting out it helps usually other people that gets luke cage to go do shit i mean even when he's like around spider-man it's like spider-man's the ones like you gonna fucking help me or what? Because, like, I kind of need your shit right now. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, fine. All right. So, like, I mean, he's always seemed to be a, a follower without being a peon, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. But, yeah, either way, like, I mean, the the series looks great. We're, we're trailing on a lot more than we expected to. Honestly, I, I figured we'd be done by now. We're about an hour and a half in. So, and we're only about halfway through the show. <laughs> it seems like every episode we're surprised on how much we trail off. Right. 
Uh, okay, so one last trailer to talk about. We're gonna try not like let's really, we, really. We try. gotta keep this one contained with as much as we went off. We haven't really is. talked yeah. a lot about Iron Fist though, so I feel like that's why we I mean, got. We, yeah. like, we've mentioned it a few times. Yeah, like I said every time. Like, but we never I'm a really got. Fan. I'm almost thirty, but yeah. I am super fucking excited for this movie. Okay, yes, Beauty and the Beast. Oh my god! If um, like, like you've had to have seen at least a teaser or something up to this point. At least the first trailer. Watch that final trailer. It is so great. Oh, oh my god! god. Like just thinking about it, I'm getting chills. It's Disney goddamn magic. And after you watch that trailer, go back and watch that one trailer they did where they cut it side by side. With the original, yeah. Oh, did they do that? And it goes like seriously. Every, the the first trailer they did, they put side by the side the like animated trailer. I want to see it's that. Uh, I never saw that. Um, that that sounds like a great way to spend <laughs> my evening. <laughs> You're missing out. Yeah. Um. No, but oh wow. Uh, this final trailer. Um. Like I mean, we've seen we've seen. We've seen Lumiere and Cogsworth. Yeah, we've, we've seen like all of the the, the furniture. The... We've seen the Beast. We've seen Belle. I don't think we saw the yellow dress till now. Like maybe in, in uh, images. We've seen images, but yeah. this is the first time we've seen it in motion. And oh yeah. my god, um, we, Emma Watson there was, in that dress. There was a video that came out just of Emma Watson singing one of the songs. I don't think it was Beauty and the Beast. Tales of the Star. Wasn't it one of the songs from the beginning of the movie? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, um, so but she was singing it in the trailer, in the final trailer too. So everything you've wanted, like you got these teasers, you got these images, everything you wanted to see in motion, you get to see. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people are like, "I don't fucking think I can handle how great this movie is going to be." This trailer was everything I wanted. I'm going to stop here. Well, because because I can't way. handle it. Finally, and in this trailer, we we see more Gaston, and we see how Gaston. like how truly self absorbed he is with himself. How he's supposed to be. I can't fucking wait for the Gaston the beast. song. Oh, yes. I can't wait! Like, I mean, and they show part of part they show of them scene. dancing, to, uh, like, like singing on the, the tables. tables. Yes. yes. Oh my god, it's gonna be so great. Um, and then, I okay. Here's the thing, fellas. All right, like we can all be as macho as we want to, but. You know what? Along with Toy Story and Hercules and all that shit, we saw Beauty and the Beast. We saw fucking Cinderella. We saw Snow White. We saw these movies, whether we wanted to admit it or not. And now, no, I, I fully, I fully admit it, dude. dude I, grew I was. Up on I grew up on all Disney. Movies. I was all yeah, over Disney as a kid. Was, you mean the more buoyant or yeah? Ones. I played Gaston I mean, in a school play. I I knew Pocahontas songs by Gaston? heart. So, fucking, like, my sister watched it so much, I knew those songs. Um, so, like, you know, we watch these movies. We want these live-action movies. Yes. And, and, again, Disney is just fucking killing it. From what I've heard, I haven't seen Cinderella, but it was great. I haven't seen it what I've either. heard. Um, like, I mean, I, I feel like that was... that Jungle, this new uh, Jungle Book is really good, too, yes. right? I watched the Jungle Book. I sat down and I watched it with my two boys, and it was really good. Um, I will say this: uh, Christopher Walken is too Christopher Walken to well, play. Um, I can't really remember the King Louis. King Louis, yes, King Louis. It's, it's actually, it's actually physically impossible uh, to tone down. Man cub, uh, Christopher Walken. I want to be like you. <laughs> like it's it's fucking did, weird. But did he start uh, talking? Did he start talking about us like? 
somebody's father's watch. <laughs> God, how only. Got it out of the then Bruce Willis <laughs> comes out. Not even like Bruce Willis oh, is a fucking animal, but just like Bruce Willis is walking through the jungle. He's like, what's up, guys? Just, yeah, just Bruce like, Willis. Just Bruce Willis. That's all you need. Um, no, but like, I will admit that uh, King Louie was a little weird because it's Christopher Walken, but the rest of the movie is great. Fucking, you've got Ben Kingsley as Bagheera. Um, Scar Joe. Uh, yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, you've got fucking, uh, god damn it, Bill Murray. You got Bill Murray as Baloo. Like, it's just so good. Uh, so, like, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, the kid, I don't even know the actor's name, but the kid they got was just great. He, like, he got it. So, but so, Disney's live action uh, of all their classic animated films so far has. From from what I've seen, what I've been told, is just so on point. Yeah, and yeah, you know, especially here in a little bit. If you get a chance to watch the side by side trailer, you will see just how how these trailers and how much these movies are like the originals. I entirely intend on watching Cinderella, like because uh, honestly, I I I understand why. I feel like maybe they undersold it because they weren't sure how good this was gonna go. Yeah, like and then Cinderella did okay, so they they played up Jungle Book a little bit, and now it's like fucking Beauty and the Beast is all over your face. So, oh, did did we get disconnected from Bob? Oh shit! I think we did. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go. <laughs> This is this is one of those things. God damn it, Bob better be here next time. Uh, I can't answer his call on my phone because we won't fucking hear him. So I've got to log on to Facebook real quick, guys. Um, anyways, yes, uh, it seems like Beauty and the Beast is like they've gone full force. They know what they're doing. And they want us to love it as much as we love the original. And there's no doubt in my mind that we are going to. We're, I, I feel like at this point, we're going to love it more than the original. And we're going to grow a deeper appreciation for the original as well. Yeah. Um, and, I, dude, I'm going to take my, my boy to see this. I will. Sorry we're calling Bob back. Yeah, we're calling Bob back so, right now. Let's, uh, hey, Bob. Let's, let's get our hey. videos turned off. Just turn your video chat off. Put, put it away, Bob. Right. Put it away. I don't know how to turn the video off. There should be like a button. All right. Yeah, you're ah. going. All right. <laughs> we got disconnected. Anyways, um, we're going to go ahead and move on from uh, Beauty and the Beast. It, it looks great. It sounds great. And everything makes it's... me want to change my pants. I mean, uh, fucking what, now. What, what like, right I'm now, I'm thinking about it. I want to fucking come. So... <laughs> What what thing I what no, no. What? Are you... Bob, your service is terrible. Huh? Can you hear me? Okay, we can hear you now. Okay. You went into what robot mode. Before I got cut off the first time. What was that? The voice cast on this movie is fucking incredible, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And even the, I mean, the live action cast. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I can't really tell who that is that plays Gaston. But that that point when he's looking in the mirror and he's like, "No one deserves you." you know I mean? <laughs> Fuck, it's gonna be great. It, I couldn't ask for anything. Oh my god. I couldn't ask for anything. Bob, you're breaking up like fucking crazy. All right, here, like. 
I'm gonna keep my Facebook page open. I'm gonna cancel our call. Call me back. Okay. I'm gonna keep the. Dude, we can't hear you. I'm gonna cancel the the call. Call me back. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. All right. Uh, we're gonna move on while we wait for Bob to call back. Uh, We've got some behind-the-scenes DC news on two fronts, actually. Real quick mention, uh, it looks like CW is optioning Black Lantern, or not Black Lantern, but uh, Black Lightning. God, um, Black Lanterns. Oh, <laughs> can we shit. get that in the CW universe? Oh, fuck no. For, we'd have to get so much Green Lantern before we got that. Right? Wow. Like, I mean, there, we'd have to get so much superhero death. Oh, um, man. And Bob's telling us to go ahead and finish. Uh, we're going to go ahead and finish without Bob. Uh, we promise he'll be here for future episodes. But uh, anyways, yes, Black Lightning, um, a very obscure character you've probably never heard of. I don't know. If you're the casual viewer, you've probably never heard of Black Lightning. But Fox passed on this. I guess they were optioning a pilot. It didn't go well. And now CW's like, fuck it. Come over here. Like, we've made everything else work. Fucking Supergirl failed, and now it's fucking popular as ever. So, uh, that that's why I'm really hopeful that the Constantine Animated gets them... Gets them onto a third season action. with a live action. Like, I wouldn't even, like, be upset if they were like, the animated Constantine is the second season. I'd be like, okay, let's, let's go with it. Um... But no, uh, Black Lightning, that, that's all really that we've gotten on that. We have no cast. We have, like, nothing else. We don't know what, where it's going to tie in, if it's going to start on Arrow or Flash. Uh, from what I understand, it's supposed to be Berlantiverse, but Which, we'll see. I mean, there there is so little wrong with the Berlantiverse. I mean, you can sit and you can nitpick away at it. Yeah. And especially, like, some, some of the seasons of Arrow with... Too much love triangle bullshit. Uh, yeah. But I mean, the the Berlantiverse so far is, is what is redeeming live action DC. Yeah. Um, but moving on from that to other live action DC that is becoming less and less redeemable. <laughs> um, we have lost Ben Affleck as the director of Batman, and honestly, it, like I mean, it, the news. It, it's not it like he came out. It, well, it's not like he came out and said it, but you could see it in interviews, which I watched. You could like, you could just hear it from the little quotes that he would give. He was getting so fucking frustrated with people. Like, I mean, because the minute it came out, Ben Affleck's working on Batman, people expected that the script was fucking done. And, like, apparently that's all he ever got was, like, where the fuck's Batman? Where the fuck's Batman? And I saw this one interview where he's like, it's just so, like, people are on me all the time. It's like, please, just let me work. And I was like, fuck, I get it. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you jump off of that project and be like, you know what? I did my part for the script. I'm going to leave this up to Jeff and whoever they get us. <laughs> like, Which, uh, who who did they end up getting again? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Bob knew that. Like, I didn't even know that they yeah. had announced uh, someone else working with Jeff Johns. But, uh yeah, apparently, like apparently, they did get a a second, uh, a replacement writer already for Ben Affleck, but he's still playing Batman. Matt Reeves. Okay. Uh, he's. 
He, he did what movies? Uh, we were just talking. Oh, the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah, he did, he did the Planet of the Which, Apes movies. Uh, a while back, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes trailer came out. I'm not yeah. gonna tell, we're not going to go into detail about that, but check it out. It's really cool. I like this series so far. Um, anyways, yeah. Um, uh, he also did Cloverfield. Which oh, yeah. I thought Cloverfield okay. was fantastic. I love Cloverfield, yeah. Um, I'm a found footage, like, connoisseur. Like, since, like... Like, Cloverfield, Super 8, all that kind of stuff. Blair Witch back, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking, not so Blair Witch, but the Blair Witch Project, I guess. Like, I, I feel like this was a good choice. Like, it'll be a good choice. Eh. But... With he's with not a terrible record. writer. It's yeah. Okay, go ahead. Like <laughs> with 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 the track record they have with their live action right now, it's questionable at best. <laughs> yeah, um, I had like I mean, they had so many problems with the Flash, which was already supposed to be filming. Like they they were supposed to be filming Flash like a little while back. Yeah. Um, Aquaman just started filming like. Like, nothing's been confirmed, but you hear through the grapevine there's some problems. Uh, also, they, they announced Black Manta for Aquaman, and you just know they're going to compromise on the fucking costume. If you got Black Manta, have the stupid fucking helmet. The, the fucking threatening Darth Vader-esque type fucking like villain. bug. Because he's a badass. His actions should speak more than his costume. Yeah. Uh, like, if, if fucking Aquaman's wearing, like, bright green and bright orange, it shouldn't matter so long as he's a fucking conqueror, you know? I mean, they still have him in the classic outfit in the comics, so why why do we need this tattooed up fucking, like, dark, Dothraki goddamn Aquaman? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, I, I have so many problems with the, uh, the DC Universe, and just Ben Affleck jumping off of Batman just shows me that people can do whatever the fuck they want over there. Like it should be like okay if you well if you cancel on us now you're gonna get fined, you know <laughs> you're gonna get fucking fined. I mean you, finding you, Ben Affleck, I don't think he would find that big of a deal because it's it's Ben Affleck. Yeah, but still, it's like I mean some of these projects that he's done on his own have been pers- uh, partially personally funded. So yeah, still finding him would make it. It'd be like, dude, fucking finish what you started, like. I mean, there's no uh, comprehensive reactions over it. Do you see? Like, oh, we lost another director. Who we got on fucking retainer? Well, and you, you so. gotta think uh, of all of the shit that they've went through, and it's like, here's his vision. I don't even think. And it's, here's what they're telling him to do. I don't even. It's not shit they've went through. It's shit that they're just fucking ignoring. Yeah, they're like, well, there are a lot of fucking problems here. Wait a oh, minute. Well. What? We don't have any fucking problems. Never mind that. Let's just keep going. Right. <laughs> We're gonna make Avengers money, guys. Now, like, I mean, yeah, they they probably expect fucking Justice League to beat out fucking Force Awakens, no. and it's just not gonna happen. Oh shit! I dropped my pen. It's just not gonna happen. Like, like I've said so many times before, they're trying to move too fast, and they're they're expecting too much. So we lost Ben Affleck. As Batman writer, who knows what that means? Like, I mean, they've done this before. Like, Batman Forever, they they had some shit from Tim Burton. Tim Burton was still like, here, here's some shit. You know, do what you uh, do with it, what you will. And they were like, oh, great, 
And they fucking threw that out the window, and they just went with whatever. It's it's basically what Disney did with George well, Lucas on Episode Seven, but that worked because they're fucking Disney. Well, <laughs> but it isn't that string of Batman movies? They made the movies for the toys. No, uh, like apparently Batman Forever was supposed to be geared in between those two. Like That's... they were giving Joel Schumacher a little more leeway, and then it seemed like. And Chris O'Donnell said this himself uh, in an interview once. It felt like with Batman and Robin, they were making a toy commercial. They weren't making a Batman movie. Yeah. It didn't feel like it did the first time out. So, yeah, like, ugh, it's fucking WB, DC, and it's just awful. And you know what? I don't care. At this point, I don't care if they have Jeff Johns over top of it because it's obvious that's not going to make any fucking difference. Um... So, all right, moving on from that, we've got our last bit of um, discussion here. Square Enix announced that they are making an Avengers game, which just, like, on the tip of your tongue sounds like an awesome idea. But let's also remember that this is the franchise that made Final Fantasy XIII, a critically destroyed game. And then they went ahead and made two fucking sequels, even though the second game was even more fucking hated. Final Fantasy thirteen two, and then they made a fucking follow-up with Lightning. So... Well, also, we have Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 2, 2.2, 2.3, 2.4, 2.5, 2.6. All the things... So... The 70 games that are going to get us to 3, and a confirmed 3, but no fucking news on 3. Which kind of brings up a question. Could this be... Could, could this lead into that? Could this deal between God Square Enix and... Fucking no. Do, do you think no. this is going to start leading to Marvel characters being in Kingdom Hearts? Hey, here's the thing. I'm, I'm saying this like a fucking surprise, but like when, when they first bought Disney, or Disney first bought Marvel, I knew this was an option. And I'm not a fan <laughs> of the Kingdom Hearts games. I find it fucking unapologetically offensive to the fucking disney lore like i mean okay we've got donald duck who's a goddamn coward like an absolute not a redeemable coward no he's a to his bones fucking sell you one of his nephews just to save his own ass coward we've got goofy who could barely tie his own shoes without causing like fifty thousand dollars in property damage and we've got uh Mickey Mouse, who's the most uh, fucking uh, harmless, precious harmless, thing, just the it, most passive, aggr- not passive aggressive, but uh, passive. Uh, uh, well, yeah, he's not even really passive because yeah, he does save many a lot. He's you never see him hit anyone. Okay, he's clever. He gets out of situations, but he's so kind and lovable, and yeah. he's a fucking badass. And they say, "No, I hate these games because of that shit." Because they took these characters and they're treating them, they're presenting them to you like, "Oh, these are the characters you know and love on a new adventure." No, they're not the characters we know and love. They're completely fucking different. Um, and now we've got Iron Man in the mix. <laughs> like, I hate it. I just hate it. I'm sorry. Like, I I haven't played the games. I'm going to go ahead and say that. But I know the stories from front to back because I know people who play the games. I dated a girl who was, like, just obsessed with the games. I know the stories. I know how they begin, how they end, and the, the road they take. And I still fucking hate them. 
And I, I have bought one and two, and someday I might actually play them. I'm flirting with the idea, but <laughs> I fucking hate the concept so much. And um, if that's what three is waiting on, is this fucking Avengers game? Then I don't want this Avengers game. I already kind of don't want it anyways, because it's Square Enix. I, I don't fucking care. I mean, looks wise, I, I think it would make a very graphically pleasing, like visually pleasing game. I, I think we would get like yeah. like some of the Iron Man games and Spider Man games, stuff like that that we've gotten that have been a little clunky. Well, like look, the new Spider Man game we're getting is looking is shaping up to be a beautiful looking game. It's not Square Enix, so I mean, right. but still, yeah. I but get you know, I I personally would like to see a new type of Ultimate Alliance kind of game. Right? Yes. Like, where where is Ultimate Alliance three? Like I I really think that if they're gonna go any route, that would be a great route to go down. Yeah. Ultimate Alliance three by uh Marvel Square Enix. Ultimate Alliance two on PS two still goes for like thirty plus bucks. Yeah. That's that's like it's, it's used top shelf priced at fucking GameStop. So yeah, like I mean. Where is uh, Ultimate Alliance 3? But more importantly, it's just... Okay, Final Fantasy XV looks gorgeous. They fixed a lot of things people had a problem with with thirteen, especially the thirteen set you on a path. And I mean, I don't mean that story-wise. I mean, like, there's a line. You fucking run down that line. And that's what you're wasting your gameplay on, is just running. Running from this fucking cutscene to the next fucking cutscene. So and that's what a lot of that box. was, was cutscenes. Yeah. So, like, they fixed that. It's a little more open world. You have some more options. A lot blah, more blah, open blah. world. And, uh, 15 the, is the, actually a really good game. The fighting went back to what they were building on with 12. 12 yeah. was a great new fucking battle system, and I'm glad they revisited that. But still... What have you really heard about 15 in the mainstream? Like, nobody's really talking about 15. Like, maybe it's because a lot of people have passed it up because of 13, but... Well, uh, it was... It had a lot of sales, but a lot of the talk for it has died down now because almost everyone's beat the game. But now... And that's a problem. Like, Well, but now we're starting to get that DLC. Uh, the first two DLC packs okay. we've gotten we've gotten essentially teasers for. I hadn't heard about the DLC. I'm glad I'm glad they're going that route rather than like here's Final Fantasy fucking fifteen two, but it has nothing to do with any of the other shit. And yeah. then the third one we'll get back to the other shit. Yeah, like the the way they're doing this yeah. is is each piece of DLC is expanding on each of the characters because you have a party of four. You don't pick up party members you don't like swap in and out party members you know occasionally there's going to be a part where it's your main character and someone else for a little bit and then your party comes back together someone may leave the party for a little bit but it's always these four guys cool and so each dlc is going to expand and give you play time as the other three guys okay um among other things uh, one of the mentions was uh, multiplayer. Yeah. So, so they're they're doing things right. They're doing things really right this time. 
Well, I'm glad to hear that. It's just, it's still, it's like, you hear Square Enix, Avengers, what the fuck do these have any business being together for other than Kingdom Hearts, maybe? My Um, hope still lies in Ultimate Alliance. Maybe. I I can dream. Maybe. I can dream. Um, maybe. I can dream. (laughs) You know what I still want is a fucking, like... Since Capcom, Capcom versus uh, Marvel 2, like, we haven't gotten a good Marvel fighting game. Or, I want that. Don't we? There's a Capcom Marvel game coming out. Like, Capcom versus oh, Marvel 3. Oh, did announce that. No, no, no. 3 has been out. And they've also got th- Ultimate 3. It, but, but there's a new Capcom versus yeah, Marvel coming out. Still, I don't... We did that. Like... Two games seemed like a lot for that concept, but it worked. And then three games, and then a fourth, third game. Like, uh, god like, damn it. And, and that spawns the Mortal Kombat DC. Uh, and then and then I think, didn't that spawn uh, Injustice? Kind of. Kind of. Like, they were like, okay, okay. We don't want to break off of Netherrealm all the way, but... We fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up pretty bad over there. So let's let's come up with an original story and see how that goes. And it went great. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah. Uh, Square Enix Avengers game. That's coming out. Get your pre-orders in. Whatever the fuck you want. You're probably wasting your money either way. <laughs> we don't even know what the game is. We don't know shit about the game. Just go ahead and pre-order. Like, they haven't announced a voice cast. They haven't announced story. They, they haven't like, announced like characters. The trailer is just your we basic run. Your basic run in the middle, just like shots of a fucking shield, shots of a gauntlet. Like who fucking cares? Um, and yet, still, I'm like, you know, what? I'm not gonna give a shit about this. Like four months down the road. <laughs> um, okay, so guys. We have, and I forgot to mention this at the very beginning, we've got a new show coming out in two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks from the upload date of this, which is the day before Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I don't know. Like, I, like, I'm not the guy to be making that. I'm, I'm single. I don't fucking care. So, <laughs> Odal is happily married. You fucking tell him happy. Valentine's happy Valentine's Day, everyone. You hear that love? That's love. Me, I'm like, fucking, don't waste too much money. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, go to a restaurant. Like, don't go to a restaurant. Cook for the bitch. (laughs) Cook for that bitch. Uh, Like, cook for that bitch, then go watch a movie. Or have your bitch cook for you. Whatever works. Then go to bed and have sex if you're not too tired. (laughs) There's your Valentine's Day. That's a realistic Valentine's Day right there. So... Uh, anyways, like, yeah, we're uploading this the day before Valentine's Day, this, uh, on Monday the 13th. Uh, two weeks from that day, we are unveiling our new show called Commoner's Commentary. And I know that's not, like, crazy big news because we've talked about it, like, we talked about it months and months and months and months ago. But now it's actually coming to you. It's actually going to happen. Um, we've already got a plan, we've already got the, we're getting the equipment, it's gonna happen. So, and Bob will actually be here. So, uh, so what we're gonna do is we each pick three movies, um, just a variety of different. Like, I mean, I can't even like. We're, there's no theme here. We picked three movies out of our brains, and we we're like, this will be an awesome thing. And what we're gonna do is whatever movie we pick out of this 
atypical fedora I got in high school. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do an audio commentary for that film. Um, the idea is basically we'll do an intro, we'll tell you when we're about to set the film, you started along with us, and you watch that movie volume down with us talking about it. Um, Have you ever watched the commentary on a DVD and you find out things about the movie or the people in the movie that you wouldn't have known otherwise? This is kind of like that, only it's just our personal opinions and how we enjoy the movie. A bunch of fucking idiots talking about shit we don't really We're understand. We're probably going to be drinking. So oh, there will definitely be drinking. So There's drinking right now. Especially so. depending on the movie, there may be heavy drinking. Oh, shit. Uh, okay, so, so we've got our hat mixed up here. Odal, uh, since you mixed up the hat, I'm going to go ahead and do the honors. Our first film that we're going to do audio commentary on Commoner's commentary for is Hook. Yes. Okay, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I was worried about this one because I wasn't sure we could come up with enough uh, material. You don't think we're going to be able to nitpick I don't. this I'm movie? Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to nitpick this movie. It's a great movie. The, it's okay. tight. The, this, is, this is one of, one of our favorite Captain Hook okay. renditions. Always will be Robin Williams as Peter Pan, and like the, there's so much in this movie. I think, but we are gonna we are going to pick this movie apart, especially now, being years <laughs> yeah. years later. We're yeah. not kids, enthralled by the idea. I'm of gonna the I'm gonna say this. I'm probably just upset because Monkey Up didn't get chose. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar hey. with Monkey Up, uh, we it is a. Airbud franchise, and this is the way it's advertised on the case. It was an Airbud franchise movie that I saw at the corner of my eye during a shopping trip at Kroger. <laughs> and all I know about the movie, I didn't even read the fucking back of it. Like I didn't like I even read shit about it. All I know about the movie is that there are four monkeys on the cover of this DVD in a flying red fucking classic convertible, all in various states of dress. Like they're wearing different costumes. That's all I need. That's all I need to know about this movie. And I'm like, you know what? We, I'm gonna enter Monkey Up into the drawing. Um, and there were, I was also, I'm also. It stays a in the drawing yeah. though. Uh, yeah, we're gonna add. I think what we'll do is like we'll keep these ones back, and then we'll add one movie that we'll all agree upon, or maybe we'll do a poll or something uh, to add in in place of Hook, which we have now chosen. And I lost. All right, so <laughs> we know what it is. We know it is. But anyways, yes, uh, join us in two weeks. We're going to do an audio commentary for Hook where we're going to fucking tear this movie apart. We're going to love this movie. We're going to shit on this movie. We're going to fucking jerk this movie off and then tell it it isn't big enough. So... <laughs> that's, that's what we're going to do in this movie. We're, we're that kind of whore. Um, so anyways, yeah, join us for that. Um, as always, like the Sword of My Brand page on Facebook. Like Sword of My Comics for all your comic book news. Like us for bottle drops filled with metal that was unnecessary, but Odal did it while we were fucking <laughs> recording. For the motorcycles going down the street. For the motorcycles going down the street. The holes we put in Vinny's floor. Uh, like us on SoundCloud. Um, you can like the... 
Twitter page, but we don't do we don't, shit. We, we don't use the Twitter page. We don't use the Instagram we page don't, anymore. We don't tweet it up. Uh, I kind of use the Instagram We page. don't Twitchstagram. I promise if you start following the Instagram page, we're going to use the Instagram page more. We're all three on there. So, like, I mean, yeah. Um, all right. Thank you guys very much for joining us uh, for this second return podcast to podcasting that the, the <laughs> other ones uploaded i don't know now why. i went well. all alpha five with my arms there rangers we're doing a podcast <laughs> uh anyways yeah so uh we're gonna be doing these twice a month the the and two weeks into the month we're gonna do a podcast Four weeks in the month, we're going to be doing communist commentary. So, anyways, keep up to date with us. We're back. We're fucking back. Um, Odell, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Uh, hard dicks and airplanes. Cue that badass outro music. Bop, bop, bop.